Welcome to the watering hole. I'm Baraa. And I'm Baraida. And today we're going to talk about loneliness. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm not going to sing the rest of this song. Baraida takes every opportunity to sing. Absolutely. It's okay. my favorite new word. Absolutely is going to be a new word. Stop one day. trying to make absolutely happen. Absolutely is going to happen. You happen. will say it. You will say it. But yeah. Let's let's give you some context. Let's preface. Preface. Preface? Preface. That's yeah. how you say it. English. I am English. Very good. <laughs> um, we are talking I about... Very good at the memorize. <laughs> okay, this is what happened. I told Bereda that when I was in Malaysia, our tour guide had pretty good English, except for saying the word memories, memorize. And he's like, take out your camera. You got to capture the memorize. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about... Loneliness. Loneliness. But specifically, how this came up was I was telling Bereda how, like... I basically asked him, like, were you lonely? I don't know how you managed to come all the way to Canada. From Thailand, were you living in Thailand at the time? I was living okay, in Thailand um, at the time. And then, like, came here, I don't know, were you 17 or 18? I was you would have, like, 2010, 18. 2010, yeah. August 23rd, 2010. Wow, you know the date that you came? Australia, yeah, because I had all, all those papers I had to get signed for my PR, you know. Right, it's like it tells imprinted me, when did, you, when did you come into Canada? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And then I had to look in. Look back into your memorize. August 23rd, yeah. I believe. And uh, yeah. And I was thinking about how, so for, for those of you who don't know, I am going to be moving out sometime at the end of the summer or the beginning of fall. And I don't know where exactly I'm going to be, but it's not going to be in Ottawa, the city I grew up in mostly. And um, it's a very scary prospect. And I was talking with a friend and, and I think I never, the worst part is I never thought it would be scary. Like, Pretty much the whole time I was like, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. And then when like it starts to hit you and you start like kind of hearing back from schools and hearing from like what's happening now on Facebook is all of the people I went to undergrad with are like, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm going here. And it was kind of like grade 12 all over again where everyone's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to all these different schools. And um, yeah, and then like you have to like get your life in order. Yeah, and you're like starting from scratch sort of. Like, yeah, especially if I leave Canada, which is possible. And like I, it's, I don't know. I was talking to Arden, shout out to Arden, yesterday about this, and she was saying that like she would be moving back to Ottawa um, for her for her undergrad, and she's like, that's also scary, because she's like, it's not the same group of people as undergrad, all the people she knew in Ottawa in her undergrad have left now, and it's this idea that like, I, I used to think that people were like, exaggerating about how kind of lonely it can be being, as an, being an adult, and I'm like, yeah, well, it's true, I have like three friends and all of them are gone especially i'd say once you've passed that phase of because when you're a teen and moving to another country mm. and this obviously doesn't go for all teens uh but when you're a teen you're more like oh this is exciting mm. da, da, da. but as your uh, adultness catches up with you you think about think about things more clearly and certain things really yeah. matter to you more yeah. which is I like being settled i like having everything sorted mm. and then taking that step as once your adultness has caught up to you, that's right. Is I think what you're sort of going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because when yeah. I you asked me, yeah, I asked, wh- her, I was like, when... were you lonely? <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> but yeah, initially, because I was lucky enough, my brother had moved here before me, like three years before me, and so I ended up coming. And for my first two weeks in Canada, I stayed with him. So like that, that was nice. I got to meet all his friends, and you had probably uh, missed him. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd been gone for three years. And I'd, I'd see him like once a year, he'd come back to visit. But like my brother and I were basically the two only children for a, 
lot large portion of our lives so like uh but towards towards yeah we were close but towards the end it was like you know i was that annoying younger brother and he was like the cool older brother brother who was going to university (laughs) but then yeah we got much closer as after we came here uh and then after i moved from my brother's place into residence for the first two weeks of residence, actually, not 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 many people know this. I guess now a lot of people because <laughs> yeah, millions of followers we have. I felt quite lonely for the first two weeks of residence. Like I'd made some good friends. Like I met Sasha, uh, who's one of my best friends now. But like you know, I still hadn't I still hadn't settled down into clicking with a particular friend group. I was still dibble dabble uh, or like You're sticking my toes. Yeah, like I was just sticking my toes into different uh, people circles, friend circles, mm-hmm. just to see what was the best fit. And nothing was really fitting or like jiving uh, and vibing proper, properly. With me. <laughs> Ooh, vibing. Uh, <laughs> like vibing. Back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so like every weekend I, I, I couldn't wait for the end of the week so I could go see, see my brother and see his friends because right, those, those right, are people right. who I got, yeah. got used to. And then after that, I'd start to settle down because plus it was a new place. Uh, but for me, the biggest thing in my in my life is having people to connect to rather than a certain place. So me, I, I was initially lost in residence because I, I, I usually like to have a certain group of people who I who I vibe regularly, with, yeah, that a yeah. regular vibe with, and that was taken away from mm. me. So that that was the hard part for me. But then, like, uh, how did it start to get better? I don't. I like. I guess. Did you just so keep the, pushing yourself? For the first yourself? two re- weeks of, or like for the first part of university, it was also my first part of, oh, I have like, it was no school yet. And it was just trying to get to know people. And then suddenly the, the then the second week was going into classes. classes yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I have to meet people in classes now. Oh, Luckily I had like, uh, one of my friends, shout out to Alex Byrne. He was in one of my classes who was in my residence as well. Uh, so we had one class together. So that was sort of, uh, that, that was cool. I think that was the only class where I had a classmate in. And then I think I had another class. I think I knew uh, Ian, my, my friend Ian Connors was in, the, in that class. Lindsay Bellingham was in, in, in another class. Uh, I think that was, I can't remember, first or second semester. But like initially in those first Was it worse when you of, went to classes? Like was it, did it get better or worse when you started? When I first going to, started going to class, holy crap, memory. When I <laughs> memorize! <first>, memorize! <laughs> When I first started going to classes, I was a bit nervous, but I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to try and pick up the, the course. That's what I'm trying to focus on. Mm. Obviously, back in my mind, I was like, okay, yeah, who am I going to make friends with? And I made friends with, all, like how it works in university, just make friends with random people. Yeah. Like I took this one philosophy class, I ended up making friends with this one hijabi, <laughs> because I was like, oh my God, hijabi, Muslim, I must, I, I have to make friends with you. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then uh, we ended up be- be- becoming friends and we used to sit together because I was like, I, I connected because of hijab and my other classes it was just like oh I just ended up sitting to, next to this guy and then he just happened to be a nice guy and through him I met somebody else yeah yeah and that's how it sort of went along so um, you would say it got better with classes it got better with classes but also residents start like I start meet more people I yeah. met my future roommates all that and like you know everybody and we'd we'd and then everybody's sort of feeling around. And then after the first two weeks, everybody sort of gets into a routine. Yeah. Right. And like, you know who you're hanging out with. It was still not totally comfortable. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely say that. Because uh, like residence was awesome for a lot of things. But also at the same time, I was, I was like, meh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it was kind of questionable for me. But like a lot of it was <laughs> was was really awesome. Like I got to spend time a lot with my friends. It was like oh, having a sleepover every day sort of right, thing. Right. Yeah. 
I've been talking for no, a, but a that's long time. Like, but, but yeah, that, that, like the initial was a lot of nervousness. But once I found my peoples, uh, yeah. it became a lot better. And then second semester, I really, really uh, came into it because I joined the MSA sort of thing. Right, Muslim Students uh, Association. The Muslim Students Association. And then that really, like, I, I connected a lot with that. But I was, it, it was, but it was still not as much as I'd connect o- over the years, obviously. But initially, it was a daunting task. Yeah, and that's uh, like it's good to hear that from you. Yeah, yeah, it's good to hear because like you're a very like, I would say you're even more like social and open than I am. And I would like to think I'm pretty social. People tell me that I am. I don't know. I wouldn't. I feel sometimes I'm really awkward and like reserved. But when you have the context of school. You're just like physically around people. And as, you know, a hashtag psychology major, you know, like a lot of how the friends that we make are actually just like the people that are physically like around us, you know. And like I had the sense of like loneliness and whatever going to university in my own city. And I found one of the reasons I left the University of Ottawa is because I found that people were not very friendly and like they weren't up for the like oh there's an you know how you're like oh there's a nice guy sitting next to me like and you made friends with him that happened at Carleton mm-hmm. that happened for me for a few classes at U Ottawa where people were a little more friendly or like into the coursework like I found with like smaller like 40 person classes where people were so into the topic they were more friendly but all those like first year generic you were forced to be there courses like nobody wanted to talk to each other mm-hmm. and I hated that and like People had residence, but I didn't live in res. And like, that's one of the reasons that I was just like, okay, whatever. And I kind of ended up making, not making friends, but reconnecting with people I went to elementary school with because I was just, I couldn't find new friends. And so I think about having to do that all over again, but having already had really great experiences. And I think it's like daunting because you're like, oh, I want my grad school to be just as good or better than my undergrad. And how about if it isn't? And how about if I'm like in this country or in this new city and I don't know anyone and it's horrible. But I guess like one of the things that you are saying is just and like that's the thing is when when everyone's kind of new and awkward and uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's easier. Yeah. Right. Because you're just like oh, everyone's kind of a little bit lonely. Everyone's scared of going home and being just alone in their dorm room. And so people will just like go out to events more and like be more willing to get to know each other. And then eventually you get into the swing of things. And the first group of people, and that happens in, you know, in university too, the first, like in classes, the first person you meet might not be your best friend, but like you'll meet other people through them. They'll be like, they'll be around you and like with you experiencing it until each of you like find your own thing but it's just such a daunting task to feel like as an adult more so than you when you were like 18 you have to do this all over again especially because like now I think now I have a clearer sense of what I like to do and what I don't like to do Mm -hmm. and what I'm comfortable doing what I'm not comfortable doing and I feel that that's more like you know when I was like whatever four years ago I'd be like oh whatever I'll do anything I'll just meet friends and I'll go with it and now you're like oh I kind of have a little bit yeah. more of like structure I have to my standards life. now yeah like I have structure to my life I'll just like if I don't want to do something I just won't do it mm-hmm. like and like socially I mean like if it's like oh we're going to do this I don't know there's not a lot of things I'll say no to but I mean like I don't know I know that I like love trivia for example I don't know and so you know that you like things more yeah, and so that, I guess that's that's the worst part. And at the same time, I don't want to be that person who, like, goes to a new city and, like, only does what they're used to doing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, if I played chess for four years at Carleton, I didn't. But if I did, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to go to Oxford and play chess for four years, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, there's, but at the same time, I don't think, even though it's the same thing, it's still not the same thing. Even if you were doing... 
doing say chess. You, if you were doing the chess, <laughs> uh, say you went to, what did you do in Carlton? I did nothing at Carlton. That's lies. Like I didn't do any formal activities through Carlton. So. That's true. Like I didn't do model UN or anything. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so here, here my, my here's sort of my so another huge thing for me. So I was very in touch with my Sri Lankanness, sort of. Mm. I thought, but I never had any Sri Lankan friends before coming to 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 Ottawa. Really, you didn't have Sri Lankan friends in Sri Lanka. I was, I was, I never lived in Sri right. Lanka. I had my cousins. Well, well tech, if you want to call them friends, sure, but they're family. Uh, and we were very close. And I've, I've always been close to my Sri Lankan-ness because of cricket. And the food's amazing. And I love the country. But here, when I came here, uh, I made my first Sri Lankan friend, who was Sasha. And then after, and then we ended up joining the Carlton Sri Lankan Student Alliance, uh, which is yeah, basically the Sri Lankan club on campus. And then so my my crew, my one of the people who are solidly in in terms of people I was really comfortable with were Sasha, Pramod, Tarka. Oh, I know then, all those people. And then <laughs> I ended even, up like, meeting through friends, them, yeah. Adam. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, yeah, you yeah, discover yeah. these people who you're really, really comfortable with. And I was like, yeah, ultimately called, uh, comfortable with them. Yeah. And that, so yeah, and then engaging in these things were which were like really really sri lankan was like i felt very comfortable really in that. really sri lankan yeah i've never seen guys engage in anything really really sri lankan we, like i used you to like, get you guys like failed at barbecuing that was not me that was adam <laughs> and sasha and tarka failed at barbecuing okay sure i came and ate the food i love barbecuing i'm good at barbecuing okay you never you never call a man out on his barbecuing First of all, and plus that was not me, but, and I'll prove it to you one day when we we What's we'll go very, what Like, what is it that like what what made you feel that you were more comfortable in that context? Oh, here, so here, here's the thing. I never got to experience that before. Right, like I'd you've never, never had a never had Sri Lankan crew. Sri Lankan crew, exactly. Yeah, right. I never okay. had a Sri Lankan crew. And did you always want that? I didn't know I wanted that, <laughs> and I clearly wanted that. Yeah, that's okay. the thing. So my question to you is now going going into oh, wherever you go. <laughs> With all the things you know now, yeah, how do you think you will enter that environment? Like, how do I? Do you think you will? What's my plan of like, attack? W- w- what what will be your comfort zone? Oh thing? yeah. What do you so, think will be your comfort? Okay, zone? so I know that you, you. I know, and it's not a secret that I have some uh, mixed feelings about MSAs, Muslim mm-hmm. Student Associations. But I've like one one of the first things I did when I was looking at schools and where I'd like to go was how active the Muslim students were on campuses. Um, stay away from those. <laughs> no, and I'll stay... I, I, I was thinking about how, like, something simple like this, right? This consideration. If I'm going to go to school, especially abroad, and it's Ramadan, what am I going to do? Like, mm. you, are you just going to mm. go home and cook all day? Not all day, but, like, are you going to go home after a day of studying and, like, be... And, and you're fasting and then cook. And, like, you know how it is in Ramadan. Like, you don't want to eat a sandwich. Like, you want to eat, like... You want to eat all the tandoori. sandwiches. <laughs> like, I want to eat a Subway. Yeah. <laughs> like, a chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to eat, like, something kind of The greatest homey. sandwich in the world. <laughs> no, you need to eat, like, a hot yeah. meal. Like, you want, like... Not always. Like, I'm not super finicky. But, like, it's just so much nicer when you can eat, like... Something know. a bit grander than just like that's right, like something like a, a meal, like truly a hot yeah. meal, 
and, and a I'll, wholesome meal. Yeah. I'm hungry. Like, even just, like, nutritionally, like, you shouldn't be eating a sandwich and then having to fast the whole next day. Like, eating a Subway at, like, 8 p.m. alone in your dorm room and then waking up at 4 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> while we're on that subject, oh, my Lord, check this out. When I first came to Canada, residence, it was Ramadan. Oh. Uh-huh. Damn. So yeah, right, to, in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was, it was uh, late August, and I was fasting. And right at that point, I was the only one fasting, and nobody else was Muslim on my on my, on my my residence floor. And that's actually how I came in contact with the MSA. I was going to uh, break my fast yeah. in, the, in the, the res cap, and there was a huge sign that said MSA. And I was like, okay, guys, I'm just going to go there. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, there's so much food. And it's all And uh, they're all and Muslims. they're all Muslims. <laughs> And then it, and th- th- that was great, but like so one, so coming back to that, eating that uh, sad subway, subway sandwich, a limp subway sandwich. I bought a box of craft dinner. Oh, right. I never cooked craft dinner. Oh, did at you that burn point. it? No, I oh. just I did, and I didn't have anything to cook it with. I just had. This is so sad. I had. I think I had a. I think a I kettle? had a kettle. Yeah. And I tried to make it, and it didn't really come through very well. Like the the noodles, the macaroni was still. A little bit hard, but it was the only thing I had for the, to eat this for. This is sad. For breaking uh, your fast. For breaking my fast, and I was like, "This sucks," and that really killed me inside a bit. I was like, "God, this can't happen again." Yeah, yeah. Like it like, broke a little <laughs> yeah, piece bro- of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. "No," I was like, "I was like, I need people who understand what I'm going through, so yeah. we can go and have." Plus Ramadan, like Ramadan, no matter. I think that Ramadan is so much about, like, when you're in a Muslim country or predominantly Muslim country in Ramadan, even people who aren't particularly devout, like, engage, whether yeah. it's fasting or breaking their fast together or whatever. And it's such a cultural thing. It's like how people feel about Christmas here, right? It's everyone's, like, yeah. everyone's in the spirit. Everyone's playing the music. Everyone's buying gifts. And so even when, like, if you're not devout Christian, if you're not Christian at all, all sorts of people, like, engage somehow with it. I think Ramadan is a little bit like that. Yeah. And... When you're doing, when you're, when you're fasting alone, that's when you feel how like hard physically it is. But once, if you're like, oh, at 8 p.m., I'm going to see all my friends and we're all going to eat together. Yeah. Like it just completely takes that yeah. difficulty. Like you have something to look, to look forward to. So one of the things I was thinking about is like, oh, Ramadan, because um, if I'm going to be in the UK, eh, Ramadan is going to fall in the summer. It's going to be long. I know. And it's going to be probably around the same time i'm writing a thesis so it's like i don't want to be all alone all day and then <laughs> eat a sad subway sandwich oh, Lord. you know so one of the things i was looking at is like oh like what are they they call them islamic student associations uh, communities yeah isox isacs i don't know i don't I, know oh islamic <laughs> society of cambridge or like islamic society of oxford or whatever and so, yeah, and so that was one of the things I was looking at. I was looking at, like, what are, where are the mosques and, like, where are those? So, like, I know that, I don't know if I'm going to be a super active member, but just, like, knowing that that exists, like, what activities they do, they do outings, they do charity things, they do formal dinners. And so, yeah, so that, that was, like, a, that was one of the first things that I did. They have, like, listings of all the halal food places and stuff like that. And then also I looked at, like, um, one of the things I know I really want to do is uh, be part of like the campus like writing like not in group but if they have like a magazine or a newspaper or whatever mm-hmm. I'd want to be part of that so I looked at that like what options they have and so yeah, th- that's those, your comfort zone those seem to be like the two places the that I'd be like down yeah like where who's like writing usually a lot of them because they're big campuses they'll have more than one so I like looked at the more like progressive like radical ones 
And then they all like so obsessed with sports. Um, <laughs> obviously, like it's so big there, um, especially rowing. I can teach you everything you want to know about cricket. Okay, cool. I'd like. I feel like people really love watching cricket, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like a thing people do. Like yes, like they watch cricket live and have picnics. That's yes. what I think happens. Does that happen? Picnics. I don't know why. Well, you mean like on in the ground? Yeah. You could. Yeah, you could. Yeah. 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 That like for some reason that's so what I have in to, my mind. You should go visit Lord's Cricket Cricket Ground. Okay. I'll do that. Historic. Um, so yeah, so you know, like that's the, but it's it's the prospect of like, it. I I guess I feel like I have to like plan where I'm gonna make friends. Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Like, figure out. It can't be too spontaneous this time around, sort of thing. Like it can, but I mean that like it's like you actively like I'm thinking about it mm-hmm. in a way I wasn't yeah. thinking about it before because I've had those moments where it's like, oh wow, I have actually no friends right now, you know? And it's and and then it's and especially if you're away from your family like which you were, I mean you had your brother, but like away from all of that that you've built. And I had that moment like I was like, wow, you know, in Ottawa, no matter how much I hate on Ottawa, and I do, I do dislike a lot of things about Ottawa. I'm a little bit resentful. But the thing that's nice is that like even Rosa, Rosa was here for five years or about almost six years and she would walk down Bank Street and she would recognize like six people and she didn't grow up here. When I like people always say that to me, like they're like, how do you know everyone? It's like, well, I've been here for like 20 years and I it's like someone, someone's friend or that person taught my brother or like I went to school with her sister or like something like that, right? It's like there's always someone you know. Ottawa's like that. I went to the movies yesterday with my mom and we saw some random person. I was like, oh, saying hi to someone as you're walking into a movie. And that's and that's really comforting in a way because you feel like, oh, like, I don't say like I own the city. Oh, look but at like, me. Oh, I know somebody. No, but like you yeah. feel like, you know, you feel. It reaffirms that you're okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's like, it's like, it does have that like little town vibe in a way. And I was, I was telling Sasha this. I was saying how like, I got used to like so many people will ask me questions like they'll say something like oh I know someone who's renting an apartment like are you looking or like you know someone who's looking and like I'll connect them with someone and like I'm like oh wherever I go I'm not gonna be like that I'm gonna be the person who's like do you know where there's an apartment (laughs) like you know I'm gonna it's like gonna be the other like side of it and so yeah so it's like a scary prospect having to know that like there's a bit of you that's not as innocent walking into your undergrad So that's your story, and that's my story. What about your guys' stories for all the listeners around here uh, who really love to engage with us? Uh, what have your stories been when you've pursued explore, a, job a, a, a job or exploring a new place and living in a new place? What have your stories been? What have your coping mechanisms been? That's right, yeah. What are your uh, like fallback places? What places became your the place that you found comfort and friendship and almost like family again and what broke you that little bit yeah what, what was you? your sad subway sandwich yeah uh, so yeah but uh, where can they find us and they tell us all these things find all of our old episodes on our website whpod.com that's whpod.com and all our social media that's Instagram Facebook and Twitter we are at whpod you can find photos and videos of us and send us messages and tell us about your stories of loneliness of mac and cheese and all that thank you for joining us on this episode of the watering hole and we'll see you next time